So, uh, you know, as, as, as we're rolling out and as, we, as we're being flexible with things and we're having to change according to what's, what's going on, uh, you know, just to take take back to why sandbox called sandbox. It's not a sex where kids play in, although that is an analogy. The name sandbox comes from a development term you use where you develop your product in a safe space where you, where you can break it, you, you can add it, and then you can launch it into production. And so sandbox for some people won't be their final, final donation. This is where they're being trained. trained. This is where they're being equipped, empowered. But God has a next step for, for us. And, and I do believe in time that we're going to have the, the incredible celebration of watching people go out and do what God has put in their heart and having had uh, a, a place to, to pour into them. What an incredible honor. Honors. Who here has skied? Uh, please raise your hands. Okay. A lot, a lot of you. How did, how did you ski when you first first started? What was the move, move called that you started with? It's called a snow plow. It's got different names depending on, 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 on where you eat. What's some other names for the snow plow? The pizza, pizza wedge. Uh, you know, there's all these diff different things. Now, there's a very important concept I want you to get, get here is when you're skiing, you do, you do that wedge. And it's exactly what, you, what you're supposed to do. It's exactly the way you start to learn. And then you start to parallel ski. But that doesn't invalidate the pizza wedge or the snow plow. And this, this is what we have to understand of what God is doing at our ch church. We have come, come through some seasons and we have done, done things and we've, we've put together some mod models and that. And it's not, it's not because wrong, it was our pizza wedge. It was, it was our plow. We had to go through some of these things to get us now to the next place. Are you with me? And many times you advance and things. Sometimes you want to invalidate what happened in the past or what happened because you're doing it much, much better now. And that is a mistake. Everything that we learn and everything that we do, you start off in one way. Uh, Kip, when he's teaching people to, to pitch, you know, the first exercise to give him, don't even, don't even seem like that's what you need to learn to pitch. Right? He's mowing his lawn and painting his house. And <laughs> but he's, he's preparing for something. I have wrestled a lot with the Lord on something because I've always tried to seek the Lord, Lord in spirit and truth and give him the best that I possibly know and the, and the elders well. And there's some things that the Lord is doing in my, my heart and in our hearts and as a church that I'm like, Lord, but that invalidates what, what we were doing there. And the message that the Lord gave me was snowplow. Don't in, invalidate what we have been trying or have been doing because it wasn't, wasn't wrong. It was, was preparing for where we're going. And this message I'm going to teach today doesn't invalidate all the other ones, ones that we have to It's You need to hold an intention with everything else. We don't, we don't want to swing the pendulum so, so far one way that we miss all the things, things that God has been doing and showing and leading when we talk about talk about for the kingdom and all of this, this does not in not inlidate that but you have to hold this in this intention with what we are talking about so happy christians are effective christians is what i wanted to talk about today 
And when you go back to the previous one, is your life my joy? I tell you that that in serving God, there's been many times I've been grumpy doing such a good job, good job serving God. God, I'm so stressed. I'm so worn out. I'm I've got such a burden for helping people that it come, comes across grumpy. It comes across. <laughs> Anybody else? I've shared the story many times, but you know the woman goes to church and hears about the about the power of prayer. You know, you know she's all excited and she goes home to pray for for her. Husband and change, and one day walks in the room where she is praying, and interrupt her, and she says, "Get out! Get out! Cause I'm praying, praying. That's what I'm talking about." <laughs> and sometimes we are so intense on in God's work that we miss God's work completely, because our lives are supposed to be more joy. And I'm going to show through Scripture, and uh, I love that that songs that we that we sang. First time I'd heard I'd heard that song. Uh, that we sang about God going our friend, and uh, what Ben Ben came up and said. I mean, that's exactly uh, what was ringing in my heart, my heart, and I'm glad he said it. And I really pray that after today, something shifts in your heart about the, the friendship of God, because all of us have religiousness running th through our bones, and we don't even even realize. Here's the, here's the thing about it: is nobody nobody wants to admit they got some mess, some messed up stuff in them. Because that's not not what the ch is, you know. You know, you're all good and perfect and holy and everything like that. The thing is, it's so freeing to like say, yeah, I don't have it all together, you know. Even the elder, the pastor, the whatever, we don't have it all, to all together. But there are some things that are together. And so I'm telling you about that. But this I need help, need helping. And this I'm str struggling. And this I'm fighting. Thing. We create this false sense of per perfection doesn't exist. The person is now spiritually mature. Let me tell you what spiritual maturity is. Right? You've realized God is on certain aspects, but it doesn't mean all life is now put, put together. And that's, that's the beauty of unity. It's being able to lead on, lead on one another. Happy Christians are effective Christians. I'm going to teach you the secret of the greatest evangelism you've ever done. When you think about evangelism, what happens? I say, I need you to, need you to go out and evangelize. Go tell people about Jesus. Do you panic? Yeah, everybody does. But except those, those few. They, oh, I love that. that. Probably not. But we pick. We start. I don't evangelize enough. I don't, I don't do all this. I believe secret of this, and it's, and it's simple, is to, to start trying to evangelize. Which is like the opposite of, of preached. And now you know what I'm saying. Like, but Lord, like, it's not, it's not okay. So, it doesn't invalidate that we are the light of the world. And that we are to be spreading salt and all around the world. But it's the method we do these things. Because is your life marked by joy? Who wants to be evangelized by a weird, grumpy person? Nobody. You hear what I'm saying? And many times, Christians, we 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 can be that way. And we've got our, our, our six steps that we're going to walk, walk them through. And people, God has used all sorts of sorts of things. I'm not validating that. I'm just talking about from approach. Let me ask you this. You this. What's you love to do? Okay. You love to have to Tom loves to fish. Okay. If I say to you, okay, I I want, want you to just take some guys skiing. I want you to take some, some guys fishing. fishing. What do you think about that? that? 
Now, what if, what if I told you that our greatest, greatest witness of the world is in doing exactly that? that. You hear what, hear what I'm saying? And, and, I'll, and I'll explain more as we, um, as we go. I want you to read, read this quote. This is from um, the founder of Aloha Learning Advisors, former CLO of Hilton, vice president of learning at Marriott. Marriott okay, they said, this level of holes is a place where I'm to show up, up as a human being, all of my gifts to the table to be to be part of this organization. That lead, leads to a great feeling of inclusiveness because that allows me to do uh, what it allows me to do is just to bring the real authentic, authentic cell to the table. And I really love the, love the work that I do. What, what is he saying? When I get to be myself, I'm at my, my best. And we, we have struggled with, with this as a ch across the board, not just not just box everywhere. We've got our churchy duties, right? We've got our churchy opportunities. And last week at Aspen, I was I was uh, I got to preach there and I was speaking about kids. And I was telling him, you know, we've got, we've got this major baseball play player in our church who's refined his, his skill for years. And he's so good at what he's doing. He sees things in some ways. And then, and then we like got him doing nothing. Because it's there for Kip to really do, right? We can have, have him greet. We can have him, him run up the, the faucets. You know, whatever that, that might be. But what a waste. We've got a major league baseball player in our church. Church. What a waste just to have him do things, and, he, and his heart is never going to come to life, to life those things. But then he had our soft softball to it. Kip's heart, heart started to laugh because this is his deal. This is his just jam. And we miss out on that in the church, and it's why people sit bored and frustrated and disconnected and all of those, of those things. And I remind you of a quote for those who are not, not feeling the friendship of God, God from Bates of Fire. Where his sister stays on him about moving to, to the midfield and and he's running and he said, I will go, will go mission field. And God did make, make do that, but God also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. And many of us are, are miss the beautiful feeling of just feel, feeling God's pleasure because we're not doing what brings our heart to life. We're trying to do what we think is religious right thing. And for, for it, it may never be beeping that brings his heart, heart to life. That's okay. okay. But it might be on the ski slope, sitting on the, on the lift, go up to say, isn't this incredible what, what God has made? And the person next to him says, well, I'm an atheist. And Trent's like, well, it's there. How do you explain all this? And in his own way, way God is using him, and it's in the, in the, in the easy it's not Andy evangelist, not if this things. It's just what God has created him to, to be and what brings his, his whole life. Right? Or Tom, busy threading a fish or whatever it might be, doing those things. I don't know very little about fishing. When we go fishing, <laughs> we, we hire somebody who does, does those things. So, <laughs> and that bread brings my heart to what somebody, somebody else doing that. Okay. Let's. This is Anne uh, McCulley, is, is that right? Former CEO of Xerox, okay? Employees that believe, believe that management is concerned about them as a whole person uh, uh, and not just as, as an employee. Now, I'm going to tell this very 
uh, uh, to where we, where we are right now. Are more, more productive, satisfied, more filled, sat, sat employees means satisfied customers, which lead, leads to profitability. Tie this directly to where we are today. If you believe God is just concerned about you, you of his mission on this earth, you will never have satisfaction in, in being his, his child. Once again, again, slow. We've 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 preached things. It, does, it doesn't invalidate it, but it's opening us up to, to the fact of. Of course, there's work. There's work. Of course, we give giving our last cross. Of of course, things. But if, if you thinking you're just working king for the king, you're never gonna be satisfied. That that God cares so much more. And oh, do I have a verse for you for you today that I found that I must have read it many times, but to, today it really stood out. From a book that you're not even sure, even sure in the Bible. So I can't wait to share that with you. But do you hear what I'm saying? We are going through this right now at Second MD, right? Doing surveys and everything like that. And this is true. The more employees feel that we care and genuinely care, the more productive they be, the better the departments are. We have to realize this is about God. Is God loves me not of what I'm doing. He loves me because he loved me. Once you, once you have kids, some of this comes to life. My, my kids have done nothing. They don't contribute to the GDP of our household. In fact, they're the, they're the opposite. But we love them. My, my, my dog, Benji, right? he, he is a, a rubbish dog. <laughs> Poops in the house. He, he tears stuff, stuff up. He does all his things. But he's so cute. Did he do anything for that? No. He didn't choose his cuteness. He just is. And and my wife, I mean, I mean, she just can't help it. Just it's it's superpower. I want you to know that that's that's who are to God. Like wants to be to be mad at you, then he looks at you and it's just like, oh. What about your walk with, walk with God? During, during one of the, the, the toughest years that we have had in a long time, this 2020 has also come some of them of the most beautiful things. And one of the, the things I tell you is a peace, peace with God like, like I've had. And that's, that's what I'm trying to communicate to you. Because, because there was not work that I could do. Because so much stuff, stuff got shut down. Got, got taken away. Got whatever it was, was. And I was just left with me and God. And I found out. Oh man, he's he's happy with me. He loves me, and even on days that I'm not, I'm not happy with self. Because this is not about my performance, and I know it that a thousand, thousand times. But there's so much, so much religiousness that if that has infiltrated in that we do do that it changes the meaning when you read one verse and it and it means something else. Who was telling? Was it you telling me the story about that text? That was uh, no, it wasn't. It was in when someone was t- telling me there was a text that depending on on, on how you uh, re- read the... Oh, was it you? Will you, will you, will you tell us that story? Where, depending on how you read it, right? It comes comes through differently. Come. It's not a preparation. Um, it's, it's a... It take like a sentence. I think the sentence we were saying was, I didn't kill your dog. Your dog. Depending on which word within that, that sentence you... you Emphasize it changes the whole meaning of the sentence. So if you say, you say, I didn't kill your dog, 
it means something very different is, is I didn't kill your dog, etc. Et you can obviously go through and, and emphasize each word and every time it, it actually means something different. And this is what happens when we read scripture with the religious mindset, the, the what, do you, what do you call that? The word that you pick, mind, it, it changes. And you can read something beautiful. It came to give us abundant life. But in a religious mindset, it changes that from just heaving it for what it is, that he wants to do something wonderful. Do you hear what I'm saying? And we have to admit and we have to realize that we are all struggling with this. Unless you've grown up, you didn't hear anything about gospel or anything anybody. We have been affected and infiltrated by religious mindsets. It's well-meaning people. You have been affected by us in sandbox from well-meaning elders. You hear what I'm saying? Because it's so much in our culture. But the Lord is taking us from our snowplow and he's taking us to next steps. You with me? Uh, and, uh, we, we, no, we didn't know what we didn't know. And some, sometimes they'd have the most fun. But when uh, we got to ski with our kids this summer this, in mean, Aspen for the first time, and it brought, brought back so many memories of when I used to ski with Clint. When, when we skied for the first time, we were in jeans. Just to let you know, come, coming from South Africa, we knew nothing, right? And then we had, then we, we got like a parachute. Do you remember the, remember the parachute uh, uh, suits, right? Right. Then we had those. And and him, him and I were skiing double black, double black diamond before we knew what double black diamonds were. But not, not like you see those guys skiing like, no, man, we, we were rolling down with loose, loose ski. You know what I'm saying? We, we, were, just, we were just going for, for it. And we were skiing all these things. And then some people like, were like, oh, I could never ski a double black, black diamond. We, we didn't know you can't ski a double, double black, so we skied them. And we would have a, a you know a whale of a time doing it. And that's what I'm saying. In the kingdom of God, there's some some we feel you can't do do because because we're looking too much from the religious side rather than I'm just being who I am and go, going for it. And God, and God is with me. with me. Amen. Until now, now you have asked nothing my name. Ask. And you will receive that your your what? Your joy joyful. There is something that would mark us, and that is joy. No matter no matter the situation and the circumstances, doesn't mean we don't have bad days. Doesn't mean we don't have tough days. Doesn't mean there are not some days tears are running down our face. Only in heaven is that that going to be a case where we just just happy every day. But, but joy should mark our lives. Something when pe people speak to us, they're like, man, that person, person, their life is full of joy. And you can't, can't have joy without laughter. If laughter is not echoing in your house, in your friendships, in your life, in this church, something's wrong. Yes, we have a serious uh, a, a situation of darkness, sin, and all that stuff. But there has, there has to be laughter as part of our lives or something is wrong. Wow, what does scripture say about, say about laughter? It does good like medicine. This is a biblical medication to enjoy one another and to have uh, fun doing it. Sometimes we're so holy that we can't, can't have fun. That's why I love, love with kids where you'll be in this... Intense worship moment and somebody farts. <laughs> to remind us to not take ourselves serious. 
You hear what I'm saying? They're not doing it to be disrespectful. They're doing it because they're kids. And what kids do a lot. Okay. You make known to me path of life. In your presence there, there is fullness of joy, joy at your right hand. Oh. Sometimes we, th we think it's just about suffering our way to heaven and then we can all breathe a sigh of relief. No. If we don't experience this on earth, we are missing what Jesus came to, to give, give us fullness of this preview of him. Fullness of in his peace, laughter, joy, enjoying one another, having fun, all of these things. Who knows what hedonism is? Can somebody define that for me? Hedonism. Okay. Okay. What else? What else can we add to that? It's the, the pursuit of it. Hedonism is when I'm, I'm just seeking my own pleasure all the time. Time. It's not what I'm what I'm talking about. And because of that, we swung the pendulum so far that, that to serve God, you must forsake anything that makes you smile, happy, enjoy moment, whatever else it might be. You with me? How do we get away from these things of fullness of joy? You can't have fullness of joy, joy without smile, without happy, without, without things exuding from our face. When last did you last did you so hard that tears ran down your face? Me, it was last night at a video that I'm going to show you later. Later. <laughs> that, that's 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 this is the. So you ready for, for it? From Zachari Zacharias. You're like, I didn't even know another book. Okay. Thus says the Lord, I've returned to Zion and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city. And the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus says, says the Lord, old men, old women shall sit in the streets of Jerusalem. Stop there. Where were they sitting? They were locked away. They, they were in some back back rooms and it's sad even the old, old people will be able to come come at and enjoy what is happening happening and this is the part that got me so excited right in verse five and the streets of, of the city will be full of boys and girls playing in the streets this is incredible let me tell you why the presence of the lord is returning to the to the city god is coming coming back blessings you know what the resulting factor is Kids, kids playing. You with me? This is what the, the peace of God causes, is kids playing in the street. Playing what? Throwing rocks and whatever else the kids are doing. You with me? What is your cheesecake? A few, few uh, no, maybe a couple months ago, whatever, we were sitting, sitting elders and deacons, and we started talking about this. This, what is the thing that you that you have? Trent's talking about skiing, and Tom was talking about about fishing, and literally we had someone whose cheesecake was cheesecake, and it was Joshua Pickle. Pickle, I'm sorry, he's not here, but if you've ever tasted his cheesecake, you will you will know that he's been blessed by Lord in that pursuit. But he he gets so excited to make a cheesecake. He gets he gets jazz to make a cheesecake. It's not sure what's what's this like. And and experiments and he puts like like ribs and 
uh, all sorts of crazy stuff in his cheesecakes. He's experimenting. But there are many, many things that we can give to Josh Pickle. He will do, do. but if you, if you ask him to make a, a cheesecake, his heart comes to life. I want to ask you, if we had to break the religious mold of what it means to serve God, God what cheesecake? What cheesecake? And this is what evangelism and ministry can look like. Now, before, before all religious triggers start firing off in your heart and mind, with me. What I'm saying is, it's not awkward. You are playing, playing golf with somebody and, and laughing and, and enjoying the, the beauty of God's cre creation right, to start talking about God or start talking about things or how's, how's life or whatever it is. It's very awkward to walk across church to somebody and it works sometimes, but like walk across and like, well, how's your marriage right now? Well, what I'm saying is God has created so many wonderful things. Some of my, my best questions, as I've, as I've shared with you with Eric, have been sitting in a deer blind, never seeing, seeing a deer. <laughs> but some of our best conversations, that's where they've been. They've been in motion of us doing something, being together, whatever that might be. But we feel like the most important thing is to be in the church building. I'm telling you, it's 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 outside in living living life, enjoying God's pleasure, in laughing, in having joy, in being part. Now, there have also, also been some significant things when people have been hurting and had bad news and somebody's passed away or somebody's got sick and, and we've been there for them. I'm not discounting none of those. But I'm saying, saying that's just doing. That's what it means to be doing life, life together. Not just meeting for a for a study curriculum, but in everything doing the words of Christ, richly dwelling in our hearts. You with me? There's look look how happy that he is. Cheesecake. Literally, that that's cheesecake. Right, right, right. Some guys playing polo golf. If you've ever done that? It's a blast. Okay. Some guy, some guy barking. I don't, you know, if you've been following any of the, the, the stuff with Joshi that I've been, been putting on Squirrel, but my biggest spiritual truths that I've had with my son have been while, while dark. And his encounters with God. Right, we've got, a, we got a, you may not know this, but, this, but we've got a little barking crew at Sandbox, right, where some, where some have that work and some don't. <laughs> But uh, what is cheesecake? What is your thing that brings your heart to life? And how, and how do you put in God's hands, hands who it is unto his glory? And what does it mean? This thing, I want to tell you again. We, we don't know what God's glory is. And this is one of those things like the text. When we, when we read it with a religious mindset, we miss what his glory is. God's glory is when he is, he is pressed because, because of what is happening in our, our lives. And we are at our happiest, at our most joyful. God is glorified. It's not this thing that we're giving to him. Oh, I'm so not worthy. Here you go. No. As we are enjoying the creation that he has made and doing, doing his thing. Are you with me? Oh, yesterday, uh, I've been discipling something. And... Uh, how this discipleship happened was, was he asked me if he could live in my house. And I said, sure. But 
you can come and live and you're just going to be part of, part of what we do and what's happening and all of that stuff. And, and that's how we run discipleship, have, having most together and, and working on stuff together. And, and one of the most precious me- memories that I remember about that about was in the garage, after night, me working on my mark, him working on his mark, and we talk, talking the whole time. What modern day discipleship looks looks like. And anyway, yesterday we actually caught discipleship camera. And I want to share it with you. Wait. How's it play? You can play it there. There, there we go. Brady and I yesterday. I mean, the significant conversations that he and I have had, we could not have planned for. But as we were making time, just just to enjoy the things that brought out to life, what a difference it's made. Right, it's my wife's idea idea for us dirt bikes. It started with her. Right, and it's it's increased our marriage. Our marriage is better for it. Not because I'm great, grateful to her that I could get a dirt bike, but because it had ignited stuff in me. And, me. and that naturally goes over into, into everything else. And so, and so what I'm saying is God wants you to, you to get your dirt whatever that is. He wants, wants you to ignite. To, to one person, it's going back, back to college. To another person, it's starting a business. To another person, it's lit baking cheesecakes. Whatever that might be, don't you realize that God finds ple- pleasure in your heart that comes to life? And that, and that you are the best version of He wants you to be when you are full of, full of joy. And you are evangelizing when you're not trying to evangelize because it's just overflowing out of your heart, heart because of everything that He is doing. Mo and I, uh, we went right in the forest. And uh, anyway, we met this guy, uh, uh, Sam, and he was there riding, riding by himself. And uh, this older guy, and you know, he's telling telling us uh, he's maybe he's maybe got a fist left because because when it falls now, it really hurts and all of that, all of that. So he he's he's like hinting to come ride with us. And truth be told, I didn't really want him to come ride with us because I just wanted to ride with Mo. And anyway, Mo's like, yeah, yeah, come ride with us. And I'm like, oh. anyway. This this guy had he had, he had such a fat mouth, but a sweet guy. And anyway, and anyways, bike breaks breaks down in the forest about two miles in, and then we spend the rest of the day getting his his bike. Out. But that guy Sam was hugely uh, instrumental in helping us get the the bike out. And he, you know, he continued to cuss us the whole time. And you know, I called him since I've called Sam and spoke spoken to him about a few things and whatever. But but one point I said, I said to him, I said, Sam, God. It was planned for, for you to meet today, and thank you because even even though you're ruined, our day was saved. Stuck. I believe in God. I'm a Christian too. And then he went on to use some other ex- expletives that I was like, 
<laughs> so, so it wasn't one of those guys that they'd like, like gosh, and then stop. And he was very, very comfortable in. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it's these. Now, I'm not saying. Right, scripture scriptures to be, be cautious of your words. I'm not saying that we should have foul mouths and all of those things. But he was, was at. He was at peace with God, but there was also fruit in his life of the way he helped. He was a volunteer man and, and, you know, all of these things. And, and how he was with us, he was, was fantastic. You know, and it's like, call me when you come, you come again and we'll, we'll absolutely ride with Sam again, again and uh, be a bless, blessing in his. But that's what I'm, what I'm saying. It, it changes the, the religious side of me. Of me. You hear saying? But the confidence that that guy had while... Uh, Using the words he did, really, it really challenged me. But I'm not saying why. Hear what I'm saying. Just saying for for us to hold some things open, open to not be, not be so shut it down that that's not God, that that can't be God, because that, because that's exactly what they did with Jesus. Pharisees ruled him out that it could be because of where he came from. People in his town ruled him out because of where he came came from. Are our lives marked by joy? So whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all. Glory of God. I think it's so beautiful. It says what you eat or eat or drink. I'm just talking about churchy things. It's enjoy life. Who enjoys always eat? Some I can tell a lot. Right? We we enjoy eating and drinking and all of these things. And that's what it's saying. The things that you, you enjoy, do it, do it as unto the, to the Lord. Is this pressing on anybody's religious buttons? I hope so. And I hope you take it to the Lord and wrestle with it. I'm not just talking about a life, life checked out where we're just playing. I'm talking about that we are enjoying what God has instead, instead of getting even in God's life. Like, hey, I had all these things for you. You know that desire that you, you had go fast? gave that to, to you. Instead of, I've got to beat that, that down all the time. That's sinful. sinful, Right? It's only sinful if they catch you. <laughs> oh, my wife's got the big ass. That is a joke. I've got to pay attention to, to the big ass. Okay. Some of you should you whatever gift have received to service. This is, this is precisely what I'm talking about here. This right read with the, with the religious state is limited to just a few churchy opportunities rather than thinking on a broad scale of all the things that I have to offer. What brings your heart to love? I want to say that. Whatever brings your heart to love, you use it to serve others. As faithful stewards of grace in its very forms. It's grace at work within you. If, if anyone he should do so as, as one speaks the very words of God, if anyone serves, they should do, do it with the strength that God provides so that all things God may be praised for Jesus Christ. Christ. I have a friend in, in Aspen um, who paints beautiful paintings of trees. Absolutely stunning. She, this, is, this is exactly what she does. She, she loves to paint. She teaches Jordy to paint. I mean, I mean the, the, the painting that Jordy just made is absolutely amazing. It's, it's in something in her, while she's using her, her gift, she's igniting and into something Jordy at the, the same time. 
And that's what I'm talking about. To, to the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. And now, our verse that we have read so, read so many times, I want you to focus on something different this time. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All praising God and enjoying the good will of all people. Each day the Lord, the Lord added fellowship those, those who are being saved. You know what? Who wouldn't want to be, be part of something like that? With great joy. At the same time, some of their friends were being killed, right? And I'm sure there was mourning and hurt. But, but there was this overriding sense of joy and fun and excitement and all these things that are going on. This is what, what needs to start to change and, and bleed and shift in our church. Doesn't mean we've been, we've been doing snowplow. And now things start to shift. And you know what? For each church plant, it's going to look different. Those who have older kids, look, it looks different. Those that have no kids, that those that have little kids to uh, whatever these things, things are. Certain, certain areas, whatever it might be. So it's, it's not a comparison thing, thing but it's, a, it's an awakening way to step back and say, if this is, is where the presence of God is, are we, are we actually enjoying and loving, excited? This, we've always said, is a model for church planting. And I challenge that this isn't a model for church, church planting. This is the model for life. Enjoying one another, being together, have fun, uh, uh, Whatever these, these things, uh, I, I was listening to Shlee talk about Mo uh, putting the dirt bike park house today. I could not help, not help smile. She's like, she let him put it, put it in a bedroom, right? Which the fact that she was even okay with getting a dirt bike right before they're having a baby, she's a special woman. I'm, I'm just, it is, is what it is. And she lets him work on the bike in the house. She says, how smells of, of gasoline, right? But not just just cheerful about it. About it. Like I love, love that it makes him so happy. And then she says, but he he's, can't put anything in the thing in the kitchen. And then she's like, and then there's parts all over the kitchen. And you know what it's doing for their marriage? They don't even realize what it's doing for, for their marriage. Because it's 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 bringing even more. And their marriage is great before, but it's bringing even more joy, joy in what it is as they exploring these other things. And you know what? God is pleased. Pleased. God is pleased. Not everybody has to go out and get dirt bikes, but if you do, it's hey, we we'll ride. But Trent's getting one, right? Donna's like track Trent, go get dirt bike. I was like, like Donna, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Whatever that that thing is, be fishing with Tom. It could be, could be, it could be. Uh, you know, a brother has a run, a run group. In Austin, where they run and then share a scripture. Scripture. <gasps> God loves you. <gasps> but it's changing our, our expression. A good place to, to store. Like I don't know what what is for me. I don't know what, what God's for me. I don't know what my purpose is. Start with what bring bring your heart to life. We were hanging with the wells last night and and and. Joking at different things and things, and he's like, "It's when I've got a cup of coffee, you know, in front of me, my heart comes to life." My mom had mom had a ministry the whole time we were, were in South Africa. That is where she did ministry was meeting at the cup and enjoying a cup of coffee. 
Um, so whatever that is, it is, give it to God, God, and sanctify it. Let Him sanctify it. Let Him bring it to life. Let Him bring even more joy out of out of those things. You hear what I'm saying? Are our lives marked by joy? And if not, we are actually missing God. God, are we serving God? While we're trying to do his will, well, we may be missing his, his will for life. Because his will for our life is for our lives to be by great, great joy. And where his presence is, is fullness of joy. So I want to touch on one last thing, the friendship aspect. God not only desires to be your friend, he's made every possible way for that to happen. But religiousness kept us out of just leaving and walking with him to be his friend. You see, because we've been working in the company, not realizing that he is our friend. Um, I'm reminded of, it, of a, a time with Jason, right? So I reported Jason at Second E, and uh, he's also my friend, but, but it, it's work. work. But but I know that if I'm in need of a friend, he's, he's there. And, and that time ha- I'm happy. Uh, some, some of you remember Joshy he was unresponsive at school uh, uh, years ago. Ago and they called us and they said they called 911. They, they couldn't uh, they couldn't get him to wake up or anything like that. And I uh, just shouted across the whole office at the CEO. Right. That's that's what we're talking about. It's the beautiful under- understand. That he is my friend. He is my father. He is all, all of those things. And sometimes he needs me to do some things and, and I do it out of the pleasure of my heart because of the friendship that's, that's there walking and talking and enjoying him. And he doesn't need anything of me to do that. I just get to be me. My flaw, Lord, in my brokenness, in, in whatever these things are. And that's not where we want to stay, of course, of course. But don't pass, pass off where you are today for where you want to be tomorrow and discount that God wants to enjoy you today right in the middle, in the middle of your and and snowplow and all of these things. When, uh, uh, I, was ski- I was skiing with, with this time. Um, we took them to a blue, a blue. And they were so mad at, mad at me. And I said, no, we're going to go ski this blue. They're like, we can't ski a blue and all of this. And so what we, we did was we went and ate at the restaurant at the top of the, of the blue room. And that's what I'm saying is instead of, instead of just trying to hunt down this mountain, take on this, this thing, we, we stopped to enjoy some food and all of these things. things. I skied it so well. And then we and we skied it, you know, two or three more times. Uh, this run that they didn't think that, that they and this is what your father wants to do for you, for you. There are blue runs that we have to do. There are going to be blue runs and some double acts that we need to go down. But at the same time, there's a beautiful rest, restaurant, some food and laughter. And all, all along the way, we just have to break our religious mindsets. And, and God wants to help us to do that, to, to enjoy these things. He wants to connect with you. Like I was seeking to connect my son. God is seeking to connect with you. And the, and the way to do it is do what brings your heart to life. That's where you're going to find that presence of God that you, you've been missing. Just feel his pleasure as you sting out, looking a shark, shark or whatever it is. You hear what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be, have to be expensive things. 
It's what brings your heart to life. Amen. So let's pray. And uh, it's it's so good to see. Um, it's so, so good to see everybody. Um, and I really hope this sits, sits. Remember, go talk, talk to your elders about these things. Things are shift. It's going to look, look different for each one. Don't be scared. Some things are going to challenge you. You're going to be so upset one day and say, I'll, I'll never do that. And then the next day you'll be doing it. Right? I said I'll never wear Lululemon pants. Ever. And then my mom bought me some for Christmas. So, so what I'm saying is be flexible. When Jason Finn first came to the office with Lululemon, I was like, my, my points on his, on his man card. <laughs> flexible because there are some things we are wrong wrong about and God's trying to take our snow plow into something better. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for Sandbox Church. Thank you for, for every single person here, those listening online. I thank you for our kiddos. Lord, Lord help you bless this church with so many children. Uh, I thank, thank you for ourselves, for our marriages. Um, Lord, for the one, the one or two older people that we have, we bless them. them. And Lord, it, it's uh, it is such a such a joy. I pray that when, when people touch Sandbox Box Church, that they will will have to talk about the joy, the after, the fun, along with your pres presence, your power, your gifts, and everything else. Uh, Lord, that you are the one who encourages our heart and you encourage every man, woman, and child today. Thank you for being so incredibly good to us. And remind us, remind us that you are Father, not us. Thank you for this, for this moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Don't let the conversation end here. As the puts ideas and stuff, got two elders and this and that. We all try to do this more regular, regular, where we where we where we gather and meet, just so that we can share and hear what's what's going on, hear what God is doing. And you know, one of you might have a fishing story that inspires somebody else, you know, you know, to be doing uh, to be doing something. Um, so so keep and don't be scared to to share what's on heart because it doesn't doesn't religious enough enough. Lord, redeem it, whatever, ever, whatever, whatever that is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, and and absolutely, Lord, protect us, us, and us. Um, he's greater than uh, than COVID, and if we don't, we don't have hope. The world will never have hope. So, Amen. Yeah.